Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Oh, welcome to Poo City, PA, home of Matt Canada and Phil Dracovic. That's a clip from Kyle Garay, Kyle Gary, that Andrew Filipponi also tweeted last night. Of the crowd yelling, fire Canada, I was at the game. And honestly, that was probably the loudest chant, cheer out of anything I heard the entire night. Other than the TJ Watt scoop and score for a touchdown on the strip sack from Alex Highsmith. Yeah, it was it was very noticeable. It was audibly loud. It was so loud people could hear it on the TV screen. There was no dot during a commercial break. People could hear it and people could tell exactly what they were saying. You know why people don't feel the need to defend people like Matt Canada, Phil Dracovic? At this point, and this is not a roasting session or a Rep Phil Dracovic segment. More so Matt Canada. It's accountability. It's looking yourself in the damn mirror and understanding that there's a problem. There's an issue here. The Steelers at halftime. I had to look four or five times when I saw this on the on the board, on the scoreboard. Okay, you ready for this? Strap yourself in. The Steelers at halftime had one yard rushing. One! One yard rushing. Now, things did materialize to be better in the second half. I would hope they couldn't get any worse. The Steelers had one yard rushing. Overall, the Steelers rushed for 55 yards. The Steelers' defense, which was good and won the team the game, Gave up 198 rushing yards. Now, the Browns had 210 passing yards, but the Steelers altogether in this game were utterly dominated in all the key stats. Rushing yards, 198 to 55. Total yards, 408 to 255. But the defense was what made it count. Six sacks, an interception... Forcing four fumbles. The Browns won the t- the possession battle by over 10 minutes. 35 minutes of possession time. 
felt like the Steeler defense was on the field for most of the game. The offense keep going, kept going three and out. It was kind of disastrous. But you know what really just eked at me during the game as I as I sat there and thought to myself, oh, they're coming out to punt again. The amount of times that the Steelers punted at their own 40 or 41 to 45-yard line, there was a 41, there was a ball at the 41-yard line the Steelers ended up punting. There was one at the 48. There was another one, though. The amount of times, I think it was at least three times, maybe four, that the Steelers punted inside their own territory a couple touchbacks from Harvin. Yes, once he did pin him back at the nine. One, he pinned the Browns at the one-yard line. That ended up paying off for the Steelers. And Renegade worked. I was thinking to myself, I might come on here and say, and I like the song a lot. I like when they bring it up, but does Renegade still have the same effect? Yeah, well, Renegade, the Steelers did on third and forever to the Browns, give up a passing play down the sideline that they really shouldn't have, where everybody got lost in coverage. But, a couple plays later, Alex Highsmith, strip sack, forced fumble, TJ Watt score. Renegade paid off. Renegade worked. But the offense, man, uh, and there was nothing worse when seeing on third down and one, Isaac Sayamalo, well, actually two plays, are coming to mind all at once. But one play, Isaac Sayamalo, on third down for the Steelers, gave Kenny Pickett maybe a half a second to be able to react. It was like a freight train coasting right at you on the tracks and you never saw it coming. And Sayamalo blocked nobody. He shifted over to his right when he should have shifted to the left. There was a guy right in front of him at the line of scrimmage before the snap that he just clearly and flat out did not block. Mason Cole said the third down play. Now, the second play that I wanted to get to, where Kenny Pickett kept the ball on third and one, trying to catch everybody off guard, it was a read option that Pickett kept, and Cleveland brought the pressure from that side. He said that the offensive issues were not due to play calls, from our own Josh Roundtree, but execution. Hmm. Now, to be fair to Matt Canada, there were some throws that Kenny Pickett did not make. He bounced a couple, a slant route to George Pickens that he just threw too far. He had a ball behind George Pickens on third down that really was a play. I mean, Pickett, you got to make. Everything that we saw in the preseason from Kenny Pickett where balls were right there on the money, accuracy was at a premium. Things that we saw from him in his final year at Pitt. Things we saw from him in the back half of last season, where he was putting the balls on the receivers. Give the ball to George Pickens and let him make plays. And that's what they did on the slant route that ended up going for a touchdown. Pickens just completely and utterly ran past the safety like he was a statue standing in slow motion. Or in no motion whatsoever. And George Pickens looked like a 4-2-4 receiver out there running a 40-yard dash better than anybody. So George Pickens was probably one of the only winners on the Steelers' offense of the night. The offensive line wasn't very good. Boo City was in out there in full display. And many people on Twitter went out and said, 
Uh, if you're, you're out there booing and chanting Fire Canada right now, it's pretty pathetic. You need to look yourself in the mirror. It's pretty pathetic. Uh, why? <laughs> the, the talk around booze and complaining, it's a part of the game. It's a part of being a fan. If you don't like it, play better. You're getting paid how much money to go out there and perform on the field? And you think that boos are a bad thing? I'm completely fine with booing. I would have booed too. I didn't necessarily boo because uh, it's just not really my, my thing necessarily to boo. Now, if I think it is, oh, yeah, I'll boo. Yeah. The fire chanted things. Kind of warranted, don't you think? That they can boo, they can cheer, they can chant. Now, I don't like it on a personal level because, yes, Matt Canada, he's a human being. It's tough. It's the same thing with Phil Dracovic. On a personal level, it sucks. You know, nobody wants to get booed. Is it truly right from a human being standpoint? No, but the reality that we're living in is high-level competitive sports, the ACC, backyard brawl, Steelers-Browns Monday Night Football, one of the biggest rivalries in all of sports. Two cities that absolutely can't stand each other. So, yeah, I mean, I don't care about the booing. Handle it. You can't take it. Go play better. Man, I I had no problem with the boos. Fire Canada. Call better plays. A lot of it is on Kenny Pickett, and he should take responsibility for it. Through two games, he's not played well. Now, he did play better last night than he did against San Francisco. It's kind of hard to play worse. Did Pickett hear the boos? Did he Pickett hear the Fire Canada chance? No, no. You know, we were locked in on winning the game. Um, I was going over two-minute, four-minute scenarios with the guys, you know, finding a way to win, whatever um, we needed to do there at the end. Um, but, you know, hats off to our defense playing unbelievable. Um, you know, we got the best player in the world, in my opinion, in, in 90, and 56 is close behind. You know, he's, he's unbelievable. So those guys that help. Yeah, I don't know if I believe that. They, they had to hear it. Everybody in the stadium could hear it. The press box could hear it. Everybody on TV could hear it. you got to be naive to think that Kenny Pickett did not hear the fire candidate chance. I'm sure Matt Canada heard him. And if, as he was trying to communicate to people, and if not, somebody definitely let him know. Somebody on that sideline heard it and probably related to Kenny Pickett. I'd be surprised if that wasn't the case. Because, I mean... Let's be honest and realistic here. Kenny Pickett in the offense, they might talk about execution. They might say all the right things in the media. But deep down, and in their own communications, I mean, they got to talk about it, right? About the play calls and how they're saying it's all on them. Why do I really think that so much is on Matt Canada? Jet sweeps in positions where they shouldn't be. And the fact that, most especially, one rushing yard at half, not being able to establish the run, not being able to pick a back to stick with, whoever has the hot hand. Jalen Warren was the better back last night. It makes me feel horrendous because I remember sitting at the fantasy draft table with Crowley saying, hey, do you really want to pick Najee Harris for our fantasy team? They're going to do a split backfield. Jalen Warren is the better back. Right now, Najee Harris had some big runs. I liked when he changed directions and went from the 
far side of the field to the near side and ended up breaking a big run. He had a 20-yard run right before that. The Steelers' defense picked this team up. If it wasn't for the Steelers' defense, they would have lost. They scored more points. They forced more points. 14, 12, I guess, if you count, if you don't count the extra points. But they scored more than the offense. Yeah, the Steelers' offense heard it. But the real factor also is Pat Briermuth. Put out the wanted posters, the missing person reports. Is he in witness protection program? Pat Briermuth has two catches for five yards on five total targets. And that's another reason why people are pointing the finger at Matt Canada. As a play caller, you draw up plays for your best players. They did it for George Pickens. Kenny Pickett talked about it. Yeah, it was tough. You know, they, they did a good job. Um, you know, that pick early in the game, it was funnel and 22 passed off Pat and jumped inside on him. Um, so that, you know, there was time, a lot of times he was getting double and it was tough to get him the football. But whenever we had that opportunity one-on-one, I really wanted to get him the ball and let him do his thing. So um, that's something we got to continue to take advantage of, getting him singled up, moving him around, being creative, um, and finding ways to get him the football. And that's what they did with George Pickens, who I think by the end of the season, and a lot of this is dependent on how Kenny Pickett develops, that George Pickens could be a top five wide receiver, probably number five, in the NFL. Four catches, 127 yards, and a touchdown, where he used blazing speed. I don't know if anybody really knew he had that quick a speed in open space with two defenders in front of him. Calvin Austin, I think, was out there trying to block for him. Yeah, he didn't even need the block. George Pickens just ran by everybody. Kenny Pickett was 15 of 30, completed half of his throws, 222 yards, a touchdown, and interception. He was sacked twice. Did have that long of 71 yards to George Pickens. But Pat Fryermuth is a ghost, man. He had one catch for two yards. Matt Canada, you have to draw up some plays to get your tight end the ball. He's somebody that has broken records for the Steelers in terms of overall tight end productivity. And he has five receiving yards through two games. You got to get Pat Fryermuth the ball. That's part of how this offense also... Needs to continue to thrive. Kenny Pickett, make the easy throws. They're not taking any deep shots still. They're using the sideline a lot. Not as much as we saw last year. They're getting the middle of the field involved a little bit more on slants. <laughs> they throw so many slants. Pickett missed on a couple of them. He was not good early in the game. He got better. But it wasn't fluid. It was still miserable for the Steelers' offense. And it wasn't for the defense. It would have been another loss. Going to Vegas, it's going to be another interesting type of game for the Steelers. But one that they really should win before going and playing Houston, which if they don't win, they'll amount to a dumpster fire of Sports Talk Radio the next day. The Wake Up Show is presented by 84 Lumber. Put your positive attitude to work at 84 Lumber. Apply at 84lumber.com. Coming up next, I want to play this Ryan Clark clip uh, during the postgame show with Scott Van Pelt last night. Oh, man, you got to hear it. Coming up, Sports Radio 97 FM. Final minute during the Steelers' absolute defensive display with T.J. Watt, Alex Highsmith. Here's what the great Ryan Clark had to say about it on ESPN. 
personal. And I'm gonna run over like Kenny Smith because I'm gonna do this for the whole time. Now, here's what we want to see. This was such a great matchup of defensive personnel. They're gonna come out and they're in 13 personnel, which is one back and three tight ends. So you see the three tight ends here. Actually, that guy's a tight end. And so that's gonna put Minka Fitzpatrick on the outside here as the corner because they are matching personnel. Now, the Cleveland Browns are totally messed up. What they're gonna run is we're gonna have a press out here, which means we should have gotten the clear out. By not getting the clear out, it's gonna draw Minka Fitzpatrick into the play. Now watch, as Deshaun Watson throws the ball to Brian Harrison, he's gonna expect him to stop, or at least Brian Harrison thinks he should. The ball tips off his hand. Alex Highsmith, one of the richest men that plays for the Pittsburgh Steelers right now, and a part of that great outside linebacker fraternity, makes a huge play. And, you know, Ryan Clark is just such a great football mind, former Pittsburgh Steelers safety. And seeing him at the Taylor Strader, you got to see the video if you haven't. I mean, it's just truly fantastic. The pre-show is next, coming up. Sports Radio 97 The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.